You are Locked On Padres. Your daily San Diego Padres podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres Podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Friday, February 12th. My name, of course, as always, is your host with sometimes, occasionally, maybe sometimes, the most Javier Reyes of this here Lockdown Padres podcast, guys. You can check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account, which is at Javapeno, and that's spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. Be sure to hit me up on there with any questions, comments, or concerns you might have on either of the accounts, uh, and just interact. I love interacting with you folk. Yesterday, did the kind of epitome of interaction. My big 200th mailbag was yesterday. Be sure to go listen to that. Uh, all your questions were answered, everybody that got them in. Fun time. Fun time. And now we're past the 200 mark. This is the 201st episode. Just crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Grateful in a lot of ways. Blessed, blessed up today, I guess some some would say. Uh, but seriously, uh, for today's episode, guys, we are going to be talking to Bryce Paterik of Lockdown Rangers. We recorded this about a week ago, and it was, I don't know, it was just a fun chat. We talked about all things Rangers, kind of, some things Padres, and uh, some Friday Night Lights talk. So, uh, yeah, we're going to do part one today and then part one tomorrow. So, without further ado, guys, let's get to it! You are locked onto the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick here today, joined by a fan of a good team. You know, something that we haven't talked about in quite a long time. Mr. Javier Reyes. Javi, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. We had about 30 minutes of offline chat before we started (laughs) recording this about literally everything about the industry, about the Mandalorian, about Star Wars, about Marvel, about everything. And uh, I'm just happy to be here, man. It's, it's, It's a blast because I know, you know, you're you're one of the two i'd say sad boys of locked on <laughs> like it's like you and ethan smith of locked on pirates where I, you guys i'm genuinely in awe of we're you definitely guys being sad boys content. like just <laughs> such sad boys and you know like it's it's kind of wild because like i mean i we were just talking about this before the pod like i like full-on went like full rangers fandom in like 2010 so like i haven't known too many lean years mm-hmm. like it, it's been mostly a good run there's 2014 that was like hell on earth because everybody <laughs> got hurt but like you knew it was a fluke and they were gonna come back like next year yeah. at least competitive but the last couple of years it, mm-hmm. it's been real rough man yeah was, yeah yeah it's I just like and it. I, I relate to that too like i only started like being interested, I grew up a Yankees fan because my parents are crazy. Obviously, where I'm, I'm from New Jersey, and that's that's what happens. Uh, and then in like 2015 is when I started following them. It's basically when Preller gets there because mm-hmm. my one friend, uh, and I don't even know if I've told you this before, and I assume people who've listened to my podcast have heard it. If they haven't, well, you hear it. You hear my origin story again. I guess I'm like, the, <laughs> we're doing the Spider-Man thing. We're telling the origin story over and over. Um, there was. Uh, I was kind of the older I got, I was like a little bit more detached from the Yankees because I there's just certain things about them. I didn't like I didn't like the elitism. And I still got love for for any New York homies, any East Coast homies, obviously. But to an extent, there's just some things about the Yankees that rub me the wrong way. I was like, everybody they just got like the Avengers Endgame budget and they're able to just get everybody. <laughs> right. And then I, I just I'm my one of my my closest friends. He's from San Diego. So he mm-hmm. was like kind of a Padres fan. He was a little bit of a Boston guy just because he's moved here now. He's like, all right. I, he's like, I hate New York. So therefore, I'm going to like whatever hates New York. <laughs> um, and he would tell me about them a little bit. And I remember in 2015 when Prowler does the crazy Will Myers 
uh who's that closer that's not good anymore i'm, I'm blanking on his name right now you um, be more specific there's quite a few of those craig kimbrell there we go uh <laughs> the I, you didn't give me any hints but craig kimbrell um, <laughs> it was like myers kimbrell upton and kemp like Gosh. i was so in awe of that and since i was since i'm a chargers fan and they're still in san diego at the time i was like all right, this translates a little bit. Let me start following the other San Diego team that's there, right? Mm-hmm. I, no, I wasn't like, I wouldn't call myself like a fan fan just yet. But that happened and they kind of blew it a little bit. It was more of like a fantasy baseball type of move. You know what I mean? Like the type <laughs> of thing that fantasy baseball owners get excited about. Upton was pretty okay. And Myers was kind of fun, I guess. And then Matt Kemp was eh. And then Craig Kimper was fine, I guess, right? Yeah. But then what's so amazing is what probably has been able to do turning it around. And this is yeah. where, when we transition to now, like, it almost seems like he was like a young gun. When you look back at 2015, he was a young guy. He's like, I'm getting in here. Hey, guess what, Padres baseball? We're not doing no farm system nonsense. Give me a break. We're going to trade for everybody. That's what we're going to do. But we're also going to keep the farm system. Exactly. Because everyone's so cheap. What's so great about Preller is that he's been able to recover, in my opinion. I've said this on the podcast before where everyone talks about the great trades. Yeah, the James Shields and all what I think is so amazing is he's been able to recover from some of the mistakes, i.e. people don't might forget, but they gave up Trey Turner in the Will Myers deal. That's bad. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, Will Myers cool. had a good season this year, comeback player type and all that, or one of the nominees, I should say, for comeback player. Uh, it went to the the fellow from the Rockies, I believe, the guy who had a pitch one? in eight years. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, and by the way, totally deserved i think the story of you coming back it's it's the most comeback player type of thing we could have right so i was yeah. I, I was fine with that but for him to make up for that so okay you you do the up and all that stuff you aren't quite able to just give up on those players and all right it didn't work in the first half so let's just get rid of them it doesn't quite work <laughs> but then you have the james shields trade obviously and then you get the the el nino from it right mm-hmm. and then you get yes, the main machado or, and then you say you sign eric hosmer uh, that doesn't turn out too great, right? Everybody's like, that's kind of an overpainting. He's not that good, but it's okay. He recovers from it. Signs Manny Machado. The Tatis grows into the superstar, like top five, six type of player in the league. Um, he's been able to match his mistakes. And what's so insane, it's still insane to me, like you uh, mentioned before, that they still have, I, I looked at it the other day, they still have the most top 100 prospects in baseball. This is a team that has signed Machado. When you look in the last like two and a half years, they've signed Machado. They've brought in Mike Clevenger. They've brought in Blake Snell. They've brought in your boy, you Darvish. They signed Hassan Kim. They traded for Tommy Pham. They traded for, uh, I don't know. Uh, um, the great jerks and Profar. The great jerks and Profar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Four went out for Texas. Oh man, I feel so bad uh, say this, but then all these things, and there's probably someone I'm for Grisham, Grisham, you get Grisham and you get Davies in a deal for, I forgot who the prospect guy that even gave up, gave up it for, um, gave up at this point, but uh, Grisham, like looking back at that trade, it's kind of like Milwaukee, what were you doing? Like, I know he had the most infamous, like, error in Milwaukee playoff history in in, in a while with the the catch and he was clearly broken up about it. And I wrote about this where one of the great redemption stories last year was Grisham because he wins the gold glove. Like, Mm -hmm. how about that? And he's so young. And what's so crazy, man, just to put a bow on this and finally let you speak uh, (laughs) is, you know, Grisham regular Padres history. This would be the guy that we're all freaking out about 
this mm. is the, the Padres Twitter, Padres Reddit, Padres fans everywhere would be like, wow, Grisham, man, 245 average, but a little bit of pop and he gets on base a lot and he's a gold glove defensive player. We could build a team and like he's going to get better. No, guess what? You have Jake Cronenworth who comes out of nowhere. You have the <laughs> God Tatis, you have Machado, and then you have all these pitchers that it's amazing how much the team has vaulted itself into being like a top tier team and basically next to the Dodgers is the best team in baseball now it's just I'm just so lucky I cannot believe that everything fell this way god you really are it's like if I started a Rangers <laughs> podcast in like 2009 you know yeah yeah right thing to be on the come up but you know it's like maybe... if you invested in Apple after Steve Jobs left gosh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the first time if I invested in in you know GameStop like two weeks ago yeah, exactly. That's a better example. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit more relevant. Gosh. Oh, st- we the got Dallas Morning News background. See, stonk Bryce talk. knows his current events. <laughs> I, I read the paper, you know, it, it yeah. teaches you things. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. This is a really good chat. I know, but we got to pause for a sec, guys, to talk about something else that's really, really good, guys. That's Built Bar, the best protein bars on the planet. They've got 12 original flavors, you know, they've got all sorts of stuff. They got six amazing new flavors. They've got comfort and 100% chocolate and soft. Often easy to chew. They're great for the kid, everything. But here's one thing you guys got to know, guys. Today is your last chance. Delicious, perhaps their best bar yet. I am not kidding. I received a taste of this bad boy. Let me tell you guys, it is easily, not not easily, not easily, that's not true. It is tied for first place for the best built bar. It is crazy. I just ate three of them in one sitting. I'm going to, full disclosure, I ate three of them in one, one sitting. That is the coconut brownie chunk flavor, guys. If you like the cookie dough chunk built bar, then trust me, you're going to like this. If you just like good things, let's be honest. It doesn't matter what flavor you like. If you like good things, you're going to like the coconut brownie chunk. Dark chocolate, coconut, and real brownie chunks. It does not get any better than that, guys. It is a limited time offer, guys. Get it today. It will be gone tomorrow, so get it today. It is a super good flavor. Go to BuiltBar.com immediately and check out their new flavor for sure. And now moving on to the next thing we got to talk about, guys. Vroom! Vroom, vroom, vroom! We're talking about cars because, you see, I'm making an engine sound. That's the whole point of that little sound effect that I was doing there. But more specifically, we're talking about RockAuto.com. First and foremost, they are a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. It's a long time. Two decades. Two whole decades. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockout.com catalog is also unique and remarkably easy to navigate. I must say, it's really, really simple. And, you know, simplicity is something I think we all need in our lives sometimes these days. Uh, quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. And best of all, best of all, you know, what's the, the documenting, what's the governing thing about all of society? That has to do with money, guys. And here's the thing. Best of all, prices at rockout.com are always reliably low. And they're the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you? You guys are smart. You're listening to this podcast. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Doesn't make any sense. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. It but does. Gosh, you know, just because teams are busy in the offseason doesn't mean they're good because the Rangers were were just about as busy as the Padres were, except they weren't quite as big a deals, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I'm just 
Yeah, there's just there's a lot of envy here. There's a whole mm-hmm. lot of envy, and I think the yeah. thing that that summed it the most up was um, the recently the Padres um, just a few days ago the Padres tweeted out a picture. Um, oh man! Of you, Darvish and Jerks and Profar smiling, taking a selfie, and they said reunited. So yeah, yeah, like you. yeah. And that about murdered me dead. That like. <laughs> That was the cruelest thing they could have tweeted. They did not. They did not just tweet it just to be cruel. Like they did not do that. They were just having their joy. They were so happy. Like I'd never seen. Pro, like Profar has one of the best smiles in baseball. He always has. Oh, that has been absolutely one of my favorite things about him. Him and Joey both have incredible smiles. That's you know part of the reason why I love them. You know, not objectifying athletes, but you know that's it's, it's just a great thing. And he's always been such a joyful guy. And like the part that made it hurt the most is just because I know that he's living his life and like, and I'm happy. <laughs> I'm so happy that he has found a way to like recover because he was a guy who came up, who was the top prospect. In he was supposed to be basically what Francisco Lindor is like. That was his projection and he was going to yeah. hit it. Mm-hmm. He was so certain dead on. You knew he was going to do it. His first at bat in yeah. Cleveland hits a home run. This is the wonder kid, the kid mm-hmm. from Curacao, the 19-year-old who knows how to survive all these big expectations, and he's doing it with a smile like he couldn't care, like he's just a 12-year-old playing in his backyard in Curacao with his buddies, but he's doing it on a stage mm-hmm. in front of thousands of people, and then tragically gets hit with the shoulder injury, and then yeah. another injury, and setback, yeah. and setback, and so forth. That was in 2014 when we also found out, I think, maybe at the end of that year that uh, Prince Fielder was diagnosed with the neck injury um, right. that would end up ending his career. And then um, I think Shinsu Chu was out for most of that year. Um, Beltre was like the only one that was healthy and you Darvish, but then the next year you Darvish would <laughs> undergo Tommy John surgery. Um, actually, the sad would, boys coming he, out guys. Yeah. He would miss, <laughs> he would miss quite a lot of at the end of the season with like, mm what we th- would find out eventually would be Tommy John, like not until like next year. And also Ron Washington stepped down in the middle of that scandal. Oh, yeah. And like it was 2014 was, was when the sad voice started and then yeah. they come back in 2015 and they win the division from the Astros. And that's what Desmond, right? My boy uh, Ian Desmond comes in. Yeah, that was, that was 2015 mm-hmm. and um, Prince Fielder's mm-hmm. last hurrah and mm-hmm. Beltre at, at towards the end of his prime and like all kinds of weird hodgepodge things like Mazzara mm-hmm. played quite a bit. Um, that was the year that Joey Gallo first played in center field. He was still a third baseman at the time. And <laughs> me and my boy, uh, Grant, he's been on quite a few of my podcasts lately about once a week. Um, we unironically were like, yeah, put this third baseman who's six, five, two forty in center field. He can do it. He can do it. He's going <laughs> to do it. Great. And knowing there's no way in hell that they're going to put this man in center field. And then they did. They did for like five or six games. And we're like, <laughs> did we manifest this? Is John Daniels reading my tweets and thinking, you know what? This guy has a point. Maybe we should try this. Yeah. yeah. But like, that was such a magical season. And like 2016, we had the Jeff Ban- it was It was a perfect Jeff Banster team of like, just grit, tough grit, gur, 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 gur. Just reach down and just do it. And yeah. like, that clearly didn't work when you don't actually have a good team. So yeah, Chris Woodard comes in and like, I don't know. It, it was, boy. Fun. it was fun seeing like the Rangers like doing things, but like there's a big difference between like doing all these little things. And like, I like the Kohei Arihara signing. I like some of the other, I can, I'm turning around on the Nate Lowe trade. I, I didn't like it at first. I still probably don't like it. 
um, because trading any young prospects to the Rays probably means they're going to end up being all-stars because that's just kind of how it works. <laughs> like, or they'll just have the most significant postseason of all time um, for like no reason. You give up just like Matthew, yeah. you get like Matthew Levator in return who somehow the Cardinals didn't even have to give up in their trade for a top five player in baseball. There's the transition. I, oh, we're <laughs> transitioning from sad boy to mad boy because the Cardinals <laughs> deserve nothing good. They have never deserved anything good and it is not okay. And I am not okay. And I just need, I need you to help me talk through this. This is, this is my podcast therapy session. That's what this is now. Podcast therapy session. I like that. It should be the title. Look, Gosh. man. <laughs> so this breaks on, was it Friday night? I think this is when this broke. I forgot. Um, or was this, yeah, this has to be uh, Friday night, right? January 29th. So whenever, whatever day that was. Yeah. Okay. So that was, yeah, That's that was Friday. Friday night. And what's so amazing is we've, been, we haven't even mentioned about this before. Is like, you know, off season for baseball is kind of slow. A lot of times, right? It's, it's so, often and it's, it's slow. maddening. It shouldn't be that we basically have to wait like a whole month before anything happens. But in fairness this year, and the, you know, this is where I, my, my part comes in. This year, it's like you. We basically season ends like October, whenever the heck it ended, and then we have like a month and a half period where just nothing. We don't even get the. We don't. We literally don't even get those like total. I'm not saying they're lying, but like total baloney, annoying like things where it's like <laughs> rumor Padres is interested in adding another starter. Rumor Boston <laughs> Red Sox is like where it's like everyone's just interested in players like that. We didn't even get that. For an hour Andrews and a half are close like are are thinking about doing like no nobody's thinking about doing anything <laughs> everyone's tired everyone's exhausted they're like screw baseball give me a month and then you know Even like if, the month like, and a half later the worst part is like a lot of that was like during the winter meetings when stuff's supposed to happen yeah things uh-huh. normally happen there it should be like the nba we, we 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 always are wanting for it to be like that immediate thing where it's like boom trevor bauer has in like two days he signs his contract and that doesn't happen and then my team comes in does the 24 hours that just i mean i've joked a lot you've probably seen my stuff where it's like i've been just beg- begging whoop burp there begging for aj power to kill me in the most like increasingly <laughs> heinous ways possible like i cannot exp- the the 24 hours of i'm literally just sitting down watching a show studio 60 on the sunset strip for anybody who's curious don't ask why i decide to watch it um <laughs> i'm on like episode four or whatever it is i'm just calming down it's a sunday night and then boom the pas- the passing passan i don't know which one how, how he pronounced his name so i'm passing, mistaken about that it's passing because i've heard both um Passon bomb comes Jeff, in. Jeff Passon, if Jeff Passon slash Passon, if you're listening to this, please tell us how to pronounce. Yeah, it. just just DM me. My DMs are open. Um, <laughs> uh, he comes in just from not even the rafters, not even from the Empire State Building, but like from the the satellite dish in space, just slamming <laughs> down onto Earth. Padres have traded for Blake Snell. And then what's crazier is like, I think people forget like only like an hour or so after that, maybe not even an hour. It's another report, which is like, they're also interested in you Darvish and very close. So it's like, what? I was just like, excuse me. Like you're not even going to give us a data. AJ Preller is just off the, I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if he was just thinking about it. And then he popped like a, a, a Hennessy bottle or something like that. He was just like, yep. let's do it. We're just doing this right now. Let's go. And then most underrated, I think most underrated, uh, maybe one of the most underrated, because maybe my bias is showing signings this offseason, just because I think it gets forgotten, is Hassan Kim. 
Yeah, I'm so mad at y'all for that. Like, yeah, I, like I, I, <laughs> you should have listened to like my very sad boy like reports like through oh, no. very few podcasts that I did in November because I was just so depressed about it. I'm like, I'm like maybe they could go get a hot sun camp. Like, <laughs> like that would be fun. Like a nice little thing. You don't have to spend too much money. He could be pretty. He could be pretty pretty decent. You know, just give me some hope, something. And then, like, no, Padres get him too. Padres also get your favorite Rangers prospect that got you into prospect, Jerkson Profar, and he's happy and having a good time. Also, yeah. the ace that you didn't appreciate or your fan base didn't appreciate and that you love and miss every single day like he is your best friend because, you know, part of him is because he loves dogs and he still loves and stands for Dallas. And boom, all these people are going to San Diego, a place that's much more beautiful and nice and, and you know, just better yeah, than where you joyful. are right now. Don't yeah. suck it. Just suck it. Don't hope for anything. Just it was, it was absolutely remarkable. And then basically, ever since this series of madness, just AJ Preller deciding to go Jason Voorhees on the league. After that, and then they have a couple more things. So they have Joe Musgrove, and then they re-sign Profar, which you, you've already mentioned before. Mm-hmm. And basically, every ever since then, we've kind of gotten like a good steady flow of baseball news, which is kind of cool. And it leads us to Arenado, which was just. I don't know about you, but my perspective on all this. So yeah, the, I, and I imagine every lockdown host, we kind of feel the same about owners and not wanting to try and just this total like malpractice going on in the league where you're either really smart right now or you are trading Nolan Aronoff for seemingly nothing, seemingly, and you're also paying them. You're paying $50 million of the salary to get rid of him. Where I think the most concerning so was that part of the thing- deal? Was they're paying? Yeah, they're, they're paying part of it. <laughs> uh, it's for me, what's been concerning is yes, obviously one of the things that's problematic in baseball is the fact that owners aren't wanting to spend money and whatnot, but I think it's like, so here's my take. I'm not saying that these teams shouldn't, but teams like no offense, like the Rangers teams like Pittsburgh, especially where I don't get as upset when I see them not being like, let's go get every free agent. Cause they're literally rebuilding. Maybe they want to wait for their moments of pounce, like other sports where it's like, you're not going to have, you know, uh, in like the in football, certain teams that spend as much in free agency when they want to wait because they're not very good or something like that, right? Or especially in basketball. But then you have teams like Boston, you have teams like Tampa Bay, who, by the way, was literally in the World Series, and all they've done this, this offseason is like year. this year. Let's not pay ten to twelve million for Blake Snell for three years, whatever. I think he's getting paid fifty million in year three which is by the way, arguably one of the best contracts in baseball for a starter, like ace pitcher. That's nothing. You don't have a lot of like, yeah. And he's one of Cy Young. Your only like defense against the Dodgers Mm -hmm. insane lineup of death. It's the only sport right now where literally playoff teams that were in the playoffs this past season are giving up. It's the only sport. And normally there are fewer playoff teams than in any other sport. So like making the playoffs is that much harder. So like, what are you doing? And like, not just playoff teams, but like big market teams, these yeah. teams with long histories that yeah, have Chicago been and Boston. really good. Yeah. They have just won world series in the past five years and like had these good young stars that are like, mm, I don't really know about that. Yeah. It's like, like why aren't the Cubs buying? Why aren't why you like, aren't... all right, we had some bad luck, but let's go out and 
I, I, go out and get Trevor Bauer. And we're going to, hey, guess what, guys? Chris Bryant's really good. He just had a bad season and it's a 60 mm-hmm. game stretch. And Pedro, oh, wow, Pedro, um, Javi Baez. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing that we get the Javier player of all people, the name incorrectly, <laughs> right? Um, is he like a little bit of a defensive stud and then maybe a little bit overrated as a bat? Maybe, whatever. Still an interesting piece. You have Schwarber, you have Rizzo, you have, you have stuff. Why is that those are the teams that, are giving up why is it that the tampa bay thing is just borderline apparent like and that's just like boston, it's insane it, like boston was like good like yeah they were good and mm-hmm. like this year all they needed like go sign a couple pitchers and they did and like they still have some very good players they have very good third base and very good shortstop very good corner out you player. have stuff pittsburgh and these teams like i mentioned before it's like, all right, I get it. You guys are really rebuilding. Maybe you don't want to put all your your bets in the middle right now because you don't even know what you have. You know what I mean? Because then you'll be like a Padres situation where they have the Kemp up and thing, but they're not enough to actually make your team good enough, right? Because you need more stuff. It's a team sport, obviously. But then it's it's Tampa. That's the every baseball fan should be concerned where Tampa's response to being in the World Series was it's to sell off their best. Get rid of our ace, and we're not going to pay seven million for charlie warren or whatever it was that they wanted to get so it's like no instead it should be like they should be the team that we heard about that signed george springer three days after the season ended because they're like we're right there let's add another bat and then they go out and sign um they needed marcus stroman you know Mm -hmm. like they that's what it should be but instead it's like so you're telling me like you're just the blue jays now are just gonna get everybody and the padres are gonna get everybody why why like you just have to and the mets too like yeah the mets it's like like it's i don't I, it's it's bad for the sport it's clearly it's, leading to and it's a most, cba nightmare it's the most frustrating time to be year, a baseball fan of like a mediocre team because you're like look look at what they're doing like they like yeah the padres have a good like farm system whatever but like and the blue do have a couple of young people and like the mets have well two people that i'd say <laughs> are pretty good before this i mean conforto's fine but like yeah, I mean, it was they really have some good. stuff but like just go spend money on good players and like yeah. pay them like what market rate should be. Like you don't mm-hmm. even like outrageous overpays. Like they're just like pays. Mm-hmm. And that's the and frustrating it's... thing. And cut everybody. That is it for part one of my chat with Bryce Paterik of Locked On Rangers. Really fun chat. I hope you guys enjoyed. The energy is really uh, all over the place, I think, in our chat, but it's, it's just a lot of fun, and it's a pleasant kind of thing, uh, I think, for you guys to listen to heading into the weekend. Before we get into the kind of final moments of the podcast, February is Black History Month, and the Lockdown Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a new series called Lockdown Presents More Than the Game. This week, Candace Cooper of Lockdown Tar Heels and Erica Ayala of Lockdown Women's Basketball discuss the opportunities and challenges that come with being a black woman in sports. Subscribe to the Locked On Presents podcast feed on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, what more can I say? Super important and super enlightening. Really great stuff. That's all I have to say about that, guys. And in terms of this podcast, you know, going to do part two of this for the Rangers uh, chat with Bryce uh, tomorrow, Saturday. Yes, yet again, I was late on the podcast this week. Uh, But then in terms of the future, I'm thinking of, because I'm officially through my backlog, of like episodes I've had saved up and it's going to be like all, not all new. I've been doing new stuff, but it's going to be kind of a, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I'm not going to have a backlog to go through. So I'm going to have actually, well, one of the episodes I think I'm going to share with uh, Jason and I, we talked about the, um, uh, Marvel characters as like who their MLB counterpart is or vice versa, you know? So that was a really fun thing. So that's probably going to go up on Tuesday or Wednesday. And then I honestly don't know exactly what I'm going to do. I might test out a new segment. 
uh, multiple new segments next week. So stay tuned, guys. That about does it for today's edition of the Lockdown Padres podcast, the only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, Overcast, wherever. While you're at it, if you're on Apple Podcasts, send me some of them five-star reviews. I would greatly appreciate that. Uh, follow the show or myself on Twitter at LO underscore Padres or at Javapeno, J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. And until next time. Stay safe and, of course, stay faithful. My fire faithful homies, take care.